0: We come into one another's presence seeking some part of ourselves knowing that we do not live alone, knowing that we cannot live fully if we are for ourselves alone. We come as ordinary people, each with strengths and each with weaknesses, aware of our shortcomings. Our lives set before us many tasks and we are not always equal to them. Too often we fall short of our best expectations of ourselves. We don't know enough. We're not always patient. We fall into anger. We cannot find strength. We don't wait for wisdom or perhaps we lack vision. It hurts to acknowledge our shortcomings. And yet here we are. Not always perfect. Not always wise. But always human. Gloriously and miraculously alive and breathing wondrously and mysteriously human. So may our time together renew our hope. May the stories we share refresh our courage. May the music we hear soothe our spirits. May the words we speak invigorate us. May the listening we experience prove to be healing. And may this precious opportunity for human connection, the sight of faces new and familiar, Restore us in faith and purpose for the onward journey of life. Well these opening words by Calvin Dane. Welcome all who have gathered this morning for our Sunday service. Welcome to those of you who have gathered here in person at Essex Church. Welcome to those who have joined us online via Zoom from far and wide. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Jane Blackhall and I'm minister with Kensington Unitarians. It is good to be together once again. This morning's service is on the theme of spiritual strength training. We're going to explore this as a way of thinking about the season of Lent, a season in the Christian calendar which starts this coming week on Ash Wednesday. These days I reckon most people think of Lent, if they think about it at all, as a season of giving things up. This a time of sacrifice and deprivation with only a fuzzy sense perhaps of why we might want to do such a thing, what it might be in aid of. So in today's service I'd like to frame the season somewhat differently and in a way that might be more meaningful to you. Lent is a season for spiritual strength training. A time to focus on spiritual deepening and to develop disciplines that might help us to live in greater alignment with our values. To live lives of meaning and purpose, to bring us closer to God. That's all to come, but for now let us pause and check in with ourselves before we go any further. How are you doing this morning in body and mind and spirit? Maybe you need to take a breath or two to settle in. Maybe it would help you to stretch and cast off any physical tension you came in carrying. Perhaps you might intentionally set aside any worries that are bouncing around your brain this morning. Let us be here now as best we can. I'm gonna light our chalice flame as I do each time we gather. This simple ritual connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over. And it reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. May this flame symbol of transformation since time began. Fire our curiosity, strengthen our will, and sustain our courage as we seek what is good within us and around us. Let's sing. Our first hymn this morning is number 194 in your purple books, We Light the Flame. Uh, for those joining via Zoom, the words will be up on your screen. Stand or sit as you prefer. And we're few in number, but sing up as best you can. We light the flame. <laughs> So let's take all those joys and concerns both spoken and unspoken into an extended time of prayer now this prayer is based on some words by laura dobson which in turn are a kind of reimagining of the lord's prayer you might want to adjust your position to get more comfortable put down anything you don't need to be holding you might want to close your eyes whatever helps you to feel more settled and centered whatever gets you into the right state of body and mind to pray to connect with what is within us and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being, we turn our attention to you, the light within and without, as we tune into the depths of life and the greater wisdom to which and through which we are all intimately connected. Be with us now as we drop into the silence and the stillness at the centre of our being. Ground of all being, our Mother and Father who are throughout the whole cosmos. Holy are all your names. Holy are we, whoever and however we are. your realm of love and justice come through the actions of our hands and the desires of our hearts. Open our hearts to those who live at the edges, in the shadows. Let us welcome them in love and practice compassion towards all beings. Give us what will nourish us today and let us be grateful for everything we do have. Forgive us when we miss the mark as we forgive those who cross our boundaries. Give us the strength to be honest with ourselves. And in trying times, guide us on the right paths as we learn to trust our inner wisdom And in times of joy and sorrow, may we keep turning toward the light of love. For you are the source of all that has been, is now and will be. So let us honour your indwelling presence forevermore. And in a few quiet moments now, let us take some time to pray inwardly all the prayers of our own hearts. Call into mind those souls we know to be suffering this day, whether close to home or on the other side of the world. Let us hold all these sacred beings in the light of love. And let us also pray for ourselves, for we too are sacred beings who face our own struggles and muddle through life's ups and downs as best we can. Let us take these few moments to reflect on our own lives and to ask for what we most need this day, be it comfort or guidance or forgiveness, so that we may flourish. Let us take just a little longer to remember the good things in life and give thanks for them. All those moments in the past week where we've encountered generosity or kindness or pleasure. Let us cultivate a spirit of gratitude as we recall all of those moments that have lifted our spirits this week. Amen. We're gonna have a bonus reading now. In a moment, Chloe's going to share a reading which serves as a kind of counterpoint to the entire rest of the service. It goes against the grain of everything else I'm gonna say today. Um, Like I said, today is mainly about Lent as a time for spiritual strength training a time for stretching ourselves a time for personal development but with this reading I just wanted to acknowledge that for some of us we might already be at full stretch we might not be in the right place to throw ourselves into a season of spiritual discipline and personal challenge and that is okay it's for each one of us to discern what we've got the capacity and the desire for in this moment so I'll hand
1: over to Chloe but lent by Diana Elizabeth Carroll.
2: I would love to become the kind of person who makes sure the dishes are done every night so she can wake up in the morning to the peaceful welcome of a clean kitchen. I would love to become the kind of person who replies to every email the same day it arrives and keeps a neat, nearly empty inbox. I would love to become the kind of person who never picks at her cuticles or bites at her lips or chews at the insides of her cheeks until the dentist gives her a lecture about it. But Lent is not for trying to become someone I'm not. It is for honouring the person I already am. My wholeness, my integrity, my belovedness. And so in this holy season, I will not strive for self-improvement. I will not seek to create new habits or to break the old ones. I will not squeeze myself into impossible expectations guaranteed to leave me angry and disappointed when I fail. Instead, I will do nothing but breathe. Receiving the quiet gift of every inhale and every exhale. Receiving it, even when I'm too busy or distracted to notice. Somehow, God is present in the breath. In the breathing. And from time to time, if I simply stop trying, I may be given the grace of knowing it.
0: Thanks, Chloe. Time to sing again now. Our next hymn is number 117 in the purple book, O Lord, Now Give Us Strength. It's another one I don't think we sing very often, if at all. I'm trying to broaden our repertoire a bit at the moment, so we'll be introducing a few new ones and then repeating them in weeks to come. And um, the words of this hymn are based on a traditional Welsh prayer by the bard, Yolo Morganoch, so perhaps we can sing it in a prayerful spirit. And if the traditional language doesn't really work for you, I encourage you to do the translation inwardly as we go along. Um, I'm gonna ask Andrew to play it through in full before we sing and the words will be up on screen as usual.
3: This reading brings together some thoughts on Lent as a form of spiritual strength training from three different traditions. You may need to translate some of their more traditional language, but they all have valuable insights about the value of spiritual discipline in Lent. Firstly, David W. Fargerberg, a Catholic writer, has this to say. Lent is a paradoxical season. On the one hand the word itself names something joyful. Lenten in Old English means springtime because the days begin to lengthen. The dead of winter is behind us and the grass will begin to show through the snow cover any day. On the other hand, Lent is a season of asceticism. The word ascesis originally meant the kind of training or discipline that an athlete underwent. Then it was applied to spiritual self-discipline for the sake of training one's prayer life. One lifts weights at the gym to gain strength in the arm. Lenten Aestheticism is doing spiritual repetitions. It is the discipline required to become an icon of Christ and make his image visible on our faces. The whole aim of the Lenten discipline is to refresh our spiritual conformity to Christ. An Orthodox writer Frederica Matthews Green writes, Lent is a time of year to remember that God has seen fit to make us not airy spirits, but embodied human beings, living in a beautiful material world. The soul fills the body the way fire fills a lump of coal, and what the body learns, the soul absorbs as well spiritual disciplines such as fasting are analogous to weightlifting equipment anyone who uses them in a disciplined way will be stronger not just when they're lifting weights but also for situations they meet the disciplines adopted in this season of lent train us like athletes strengthening our earthly bodies and souls healing the body of believers and forging union with the body of christ throughout time finally in more accessible language perhaps unitarian universalist jamie yandel writes lent is a time of renewal it's about removing the obstacles the obstacles between you And your best life so that you can gain more clarity alignment and purpose Lent is a time to promote spiritual growth and ethical commitment a spiritual spring cleaning whereby we make room in our hearts for justice equity and compassion in our own human relations so as Unitarians, let's explore how a Lenten practice might bring us closer to our core values.
0: Thanks Brian. So we're moving into a time of meditation now. I'm going to share a, a short mystical poem for Lent by Joyce Rupp, a sister in the Servite Order. It frames this season of Lent as a time for actively deepening our spiritual life, or as she puts it, leaning a little further into the heart of the holy. This poem will take us into three minutes of silence, which will end with the sound of a bell. And then we're gonna hear some music for meditation from Abby and Andrew. So again, do what you need to do to get comfortable. You might wanna make sure your feet are flat on the floor down stuff you don't need to be holding close your eyes if you like and as i always say the words are just an offering feel free to use this time to meditate in your own way Joyce Rupp writes the cosmos dreams in me while i wait in stillness ready to lean a little further into the heart of the holy I, a little blip of life, a wisp of unassuming love, a quickly passing breeze, come once more into Lent. No need to sign me with the black bleeding ash of palms, fried and baked. I know my humus place. This Lent I will sail on the graced wings of desire, yearning to go deeper to the place where I am one in the one. Oh, may I go there soon, in the same breath that takes me to the stars when the cosmos streams in me. I usually like to invite other voices to read but i thought i'd better do this one myself because it's written from the perspective of a minister speaking to a congregation um, it's by someone called nathan walker and it's called personal spiritual trainers when you come to me come not with the expectation to have some passive clergy person coddle you into complacency now come to me as your PST, your personal spiritual trainer. I'm serious. I wanna see you move. I wanna see you root yourself in a community built on moral complexity and to hold one another to the ethic of intellectual honesty. I wanna see you move beyond the religious hang-ups of your broken past and use your regenerative spirit to seize the day. I wanna see you flex your moral muscles. I want to see you exercise spiritual practices to the point of training your mind and body and spirit to collaborate as a single, integrated and dynamic entity. I want to hear you articulate your beliefs. I want to hear you articulate your faith to the point of having some moral relevance. I want to know that you are engaged in the moral issues of our time. I want to know what makes you afraid. I want to know if you are cultivating your doubts and your questions so that when you do take a stand, we can trust your authenticity. I want to know the intricacies of how you're treating other people. Have you learned new ways to better your relationships? If so, share them. I want to know if you've learned to like yourself. Have you learned to love yourself? I want to know if you feel alive, I want to know if you feel like you belong, like you feel you matter, because to me you do, you do, because you are my personal spiritual trainers. Words by Nathan Walker. So as i said at the top of the service today we're looking at lent as a season for spiritual strength training a time to focus on spiritual deepening and to develop disciplines that might help us to live in greater alignment with our values to live lives of meaning and purpose to bring ourselves closer to god in order to get there though we better start by refreshing our memories about what lent is like as traditionally observed in the christian faith it's a period of 40 days from Ash Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, to Easter, not including Sundays. It's a time of solemnity and self-reflection, during which the faithful remember the events leading up to Jesus' crucifixion. It's meant to parallel the 40 days that Jesus spent fasting and praying in the wilderness, during which time he was tempted and tested by Satan, but he resisted temptation, held firm in his discipline, and stuck to what he set out to do. In the traditional view, Lent is a time to draw closer to God through prayer, reflection, perhaps making sacrifices which test our own self-discipline and resolving to live a more godly life by doing so. And as we heard in the reading from Brian earlier, people from varied traditions, Catholics, Orthodox, Unitarian Universalists, have all noted similarities between Lent practices and strength training. It is a season of asceticism, like an athlete's training programme, but rather than aiming to turn out like Usain Bolt or Simone Biles or Arnold Schwarzenegger, the aim is to become more like Jesus. Or to put it more generally in a more Unitarian interpretation, it's a season to focus on spiritual growth and ethical commitment on living in a way that is in greater alignment with our values. So LENT can serve as a season where metaphorically we engage in spiritual weightlifting on a regular basis in order to build up our spiritual muscles so that we're more prepared to face whatever life might throw at us next. I reckon this is part of the point of coming to church all year round, part of why we're here. It is a space where we nurture spiritual growth and personal development, where we are challenged to think new thoughts, to internalize and integrate spiritual teachings, to stretch ourselves and be transformed. And part of my job is, as the reading said, to be a personal spiritual trainer Some of you may know I've been seeing a personal trainer, a personal physical trainer for the last 18 months or so. I brought my weights in to prove it. (laughs) I'd like to say I do usually lift heavier than this, but I would need more of a warm up. (laughs) One of the many great things about my trainer, Layla, is that she meets you where you are. Both literally because she's based in Essex and I'm not, so we meet on Zoom once a week. But also metaphorically, she adapts our sessions, depending on the state that I turn up in on any given morning. And some mornings I do turn up in quite a state. (laughs) The last few years have been quite tough going in places with dad's illness, as I mentioned earlier, and the death of my best mate last year, and all the other ups and downs that we've all faced in the last few years. So when Tuesday morning rolls around and it's time for my session with Layla, sometimes I'm just knackered. There have been months on end where my entire system has been marinating in stress hormones. There have been nights where I've barely slept because something's been worrying me. So I haven't always got it in me to push my limits. That's what I'm saying. I've not always got it in me to lift heavier weights or do more reps. But still, I want to turn up and do something. Rather than just skipping the session and breaking the habit of showing up regularly. So when I wake up on a day like that, what we say is okay today's session just requires you to get dressed and go outside. Go for a walk and we'll chat about life as you go for 45 minutes and sometimes that's the only time in the week when I've got away from the desk and I've got any sort of exercise or fresh air at all. And that's good it's done me the world of good. So why am I sharing this. The process of training, whether it is physical or spiritual, is more nuanced than the archetypal image of a horrible sergeant major type, giving you a kick up the bum and berating you to push harder. There is always a balance to be struck. Sometimes it is the right time to push. Sometimes it's right to challenge yourself, to make sacrifices, to do the hard thing in service of a greater goal. Equally, though, sometimes it's the right time to hold back, take it easy, rest up for a bit until you're ready to go again and consolidate your gains. In weightlifting, there's this idea of progressive overload. By increasing the weight that you lift or the workload your body is taking on, your body will step up to the challenge. It'll adapt by growing and strengthening your muscles. You just have to push yourself a little bit more in order to development. And you probably aren't going to grow by just endlessly repeating what you've always done. But if you overdo it, if you increase the weights too much before you're ready, or if you try and train when you're sick or tired, you're likely to end up hurt or burnt out. And we can transfer this notion across to spiritual strength training too. It is important to strike a balance over the course of a lifetime between times of stretching ourselves and times of taking it easy. If we want to be our best selves if we want to flourish spiritually that is going to require us to give the process proper attention to put in some intentional effort we need to find a practice that works for us or perhaps a smorgasbord of different practices that suit the different seasons of our lives and then we need to build those new habits we need to put in the reps and embed the practice into the rhythm of our days So I want to suggest that Lent is a time for each of us to embrace this process of spiritual strength training, a time to refocus on spiritual discipline, a time to take up a practice, if we haven't already got one. That is, it is unless it's not. That's why I got Chloe to read that poem. As it said, Lent is not for trying to become someone I am not, it is for honouring the person I already am each of us needs to weigh up both sides of this paradoxical advice and do some discernment for ourselves for only you will know whether right now is a time to challenge yourself or a time to curl up and rest so you've got until wednesday to decide whether you're going to do lent this year and what form of spiritual practice or habit you might focus some intention on over the next 40 days there are all sorts of things you might want to take up It doesn't have to be hugely arduous. Um, I can offer some suggestions to get you started. How about spending five prayerful minutes in bed, first thing each morning, to get yourself spiritually centered and set some intentions for the day? Or you could take five minutes at bedtime to review the day, give thanks for the good, notice what's not so good and ask for what you need in order to set it all aside before a good night's sleep. Maybe you could choose a spiritual book you're going to read during Lent and just set aside five minutes or so each day to read a few pages and see how it works on you. Maybe make time to each day to sit quietly appreciating music or art or get out and walk in nature or perhaps you'll go down the traditional route and give something up for Lent but make sure it's something in service of your spiritual or ethical values thinking of the uh, climate conference we had the other week. Maybe you'll go vegan for Lent. Perhaps you could think about um, think about cutting down on social media and uh, doom scrolling, as they call it. Perhaps you would cut back your news intake for Lent. If you think you're really up for a challenge, consider what your spiritual growing edges are. Is there an area of your spiritual or religious life where you know you're kind of neglecting or avoiding it? Maybe you're squeamish about traditional religious language or symbolism. Maybe you never got to grips with meditation because you don't like sitting still. Perhaps now is a good time to investigate these challenging areas of your religious life with a new curiosity. And whatever you decide, let us know so we can all cheer you on. You might drop something in the WhatsApp group to tell us what you're doing. You might drop me an email, or you might stay on for the Sunday conversation after today's service with Janine, which will be exploring some of these themes. And in the weeks to come, let's do what we can to strengthen our collective spiritual muscle, to flourish, to grow, to be our best selves for the greater good of all. Amen. Time for our final hymn. It's on your yellow hymn sheet if you're in the church. It's a slightly adapted version of the very traditional hymn, Will Your Anchor Hold. I think I thought this was better known than it is, so thank goodness we've got Benj to help us. Um, For me, this hymn speaks of the importance of nurturing a strong faith that will see us through the tough times in life. Um, Perhaps we'll play it through before we sing again. And... uh, Let's give it a good go and try and make this a round, rousing ending to the service. Will your anchor hold? on a march with a banner with that one just a few announcements then thanks to Ramona for tech hosting Charlotte for hosting at home thanks to Chloe and Brian for reading thanks to Abby and Andrew for the music and Benj for supporting our singing we really needed it today Um, for thanks to Julia who's already gone off to put the kettle on to Hannah for greeting for those of you here in person stay behind for tea and cake Uh, it's a new one today pear, hazelnut and chocolate with an apricot jam glaze Uh, served in the hall next door. I'm pushing the boat out. If you're joining on Zoom hang around for a chat with Charlotte if you can and also after today's service at 12.45 till 2 there's the first of our new Sunday conversations. Janine will be hosting that and it'll be a chance to explore some of the themes of today's service if you want to hang on for that. Heart and Soul our contemplative spiritual gathering is happening on Friday this week at seven o'clock way to get to know people more deeply both within this congregation and within the wider movement this week's theme is Neighbours uh, sign up with me if you want to come to that uh, in a change to our regular po- uh, programming there's no community singing this week our singing teacher got a better offer um, but it'll be back on the 28th of February so put that in your diaries and Sonia's back with a near class on Friday as usual Looking a bit further ahead, if you want to join the Better World Book Club, our next session will be on the 25th of February. We'll be exploring Less Is More by Jason Hickel. That's on an environmental theme. I've already lent out our three church copies, but if you know you need a copy and uh, you can't get one elsewhere, let me know and I'll see what I can do. On the first weekend in March, we're having our next mini retreat, The Stories of Our Lives. The plan is to offer it online on the Saturday and in person on the Sunday. Um, If you want to attend, it is essential to register in advance, so we need at least six sign-ups for each to go ahead. Um, So let me know as soon as possible if you plan to come either online or in person. Uh, Next Sunday, Sarah will be leading the service on the theme, In Praise of I Don't Know. Details of all these activities are on the back of your order of service. They're in the Friday email. Please sign up for the mailing list if you haven't already, because the congregation very much has a life beyond Sunday mornings. We encourage you to keep in touch, look out for each other and do what you can to nurture supportive connections. So just some time for closing words and closing music. May you leave this time together changed. May the promises you have made to yourself about who you want to be feel closer to the reality of who you are right now. May you share that feeling of transformation wherever you go. May it spread into every word, thought, deed and interaction until we are all changed, transformed and transforming together, becoming our better selves for the greater good of all. Amen.